0: Word together. See, there are four types of people. And I've used this in a sermon about 25 years ago, and I thought, no, I need to use this again, because sometimes we all fall into this category. Some of you have heard this. You know. Four types of people. they are people to whom things happen. I mean, I regularly speak to people and say, how's it going? Oh, you can't believe what just happened to me. And he said, and it's been, it's an it's umpteen thing. And, you know, I don't know, I mean, there's one guy I used to phone, and used to counsel me a lot. I said, how's it going? He said, it's been another day from hell. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then uh, this, is my, this broke down, and then that broke down. He said, you can't believe it. It's just one of those guys. Everything happened to him. <laughs> you know, things to whom, people to whom things happen. People who wonder what's happening. You know, they wonder, oh my gosh, this is happening, that is happening. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening with Brexit? What's happening with Trump? What's happening with elections? What's happening? There are people who don't know anything happened. So, you know, something, there was a big explosion. So, did you hear what happened? No. What happened? You know, life just goes by. They, they hear about the facts after it happened. They don't even know things happening. And, of course, then there are things who make people who make things happen. You see, often the most extraordinary opportunities and treasures are hidden among the seemingly insignificant events and challenges of life. That's the way God works. You know, these major treasures, these major opportunities, these major revelations are hidden among the insignificant challenges and events of day-to-day life. You know, you see something, you hear something, you had never had it on your mind, and here comes this idea. God says, what about that? What about that? But we've got to be alert. And why we've got to be especially alert? Because we get up in the morning and say, "This This is my day of breakthrough. God's got a treasure for me today. God's got a treasure for me today. I've got to be alert. I've got to be seeing. I've got to be hearing. You know, who I see, who I speak to. That God's got something extraordinary ready for me. You know, you've all heard the story, I think, as well, about this man that was caught in this major flood. The river overflowed, and it's not in South Africa, it's in America. But anyway, I think it's just a joke story. But this man, he, he, the, the river comes down and the house starts flooding and it gets high and high and high. And he sits there and says, God, save me. God, save me. So God says, well, go on to the roof. So he climbs on the roof and, and he says, thank you, Lord, you're going to save me. And a boat comes by. He says, hey, we're clearing everybody out of here. Come and get in the boat. He says, no, 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 not the boat, not the boat. So the boat goes by. Next thing a helicopter comes by and he guards the megaphone and says, You need help to get off the roof. This is a helicopter <laughs> hovering here and says, We come to come and save you. He says, No, 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 not the helicopter. Anyway, the helicopter flies by and the river comes up, he drowns, he goes to heaven. He gets to heaven, and he says, God, what happened? You know, he said, I prayed you said you'd save me, and here I am. I'm I died. So God said, But I sent you a boat and a helicopter. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not as Significant is that, but there's always the hidden little things that can change your life. That God is sending you and you waiting for something else. Amen. You know, the difference is this. You've got to choose this year whether you're going to be a consumer or whether you're going to be a contributor. There's a big difference between being a consumer and a contributor. A consumer, the person who's a consumer, the focus is this. What does life owe me today? life owes me something this day owes me god you owe me these people they owe me something everybody owes me i'm a consumer what have you got for me you know why are people not focusing on me why are people not helping me nobody phones me to encourage me that's a consumer you want, you need, you take, and you wonder why everybody is not focusing on you. And in, when you're a consumer, in people who are a consumer, in their hurt and in their pain, because that's what happens, because when you, people, you, you feel people are not focusing on you, not caring for you, not doing all the things, what happens is that you're just getting through the day, just getting through the day, and then what happens? You get frustrated. You get tense you get critical, you get critical, you get rejected, and you enter into the blame, shame, pain cycle. Blame, shame, pain, blame, shame, or or blame, pain, shame cycle. Okay, because you're a consumer, life owes you, people owe you, people should be helping you, and nobody is, nobody loves me even in this church. (laughs) You know, nobody loves me in pick and pay and not even in my church. You know, but the alternative is, you see, that you're a contributor. What is a contributor? Well, the contributor, his focus is, he chooses to contribute into the day so that he can receive from the day what God has in store for him. But you never receive until you contribute because there's a principle in the kingdom of God called sowing and reaping. So you don't reap until you sow. What can you contribute? So the contributor says, He gets up the day and he starts the day with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you that you're a good God. Thank you, Lord, that I can move my fingers, whatever it is, but you begin to give thanks. Lord, how can I serve somebody this day? Who can I phone this day to encourage? Who can I take a meal to this day? Who can I help this day? Who can I pray for this day? How can I contribute into this day so along the path that I'll be aware of the treasures because you see the treasure is not necessarily a bag of groceries maybe it's the treasure is just that person you connect with that just shares something with you one word maybe it's just the person that you meet sometimes you know um i stopped along the road the other day there was somebody waiting there stopping there and um he came up to my window and he said you know one of the stories i've got to get to you tonight and my you know i've got no money and all those kind of things and i'm going to say to him get a job man And god said to me "No, show compassion on this guy show compassion on this guy Contribute into this day so he said no him and his wife and his child are sleeping under the bush somewhere and i thought nobody should sleep under the bush i mean i said how much do you need to get to you tonight he said i need so much took out the money and gave it to him i mean he like he just went running down the street i don't know whether he ran down the street to buy alcohol that's his prisons That's that's his problem okay but we just sewed it because you got to look for opportunities to contribute you see what have you got jesus said what do you have yes. i've got 10 cents put the 10 cents in so like when people come to our courses and things like that just somebody said i can't afford it i said what can you afford i can afford i can afford one rand no, that's fine put in one rand why you've got to sow something you've got to become a contributor yes. mentally emotionally and naturally You've got to take up a position in life that I am a contributor, not a consumer. I, <clears throat> my position is this: God has a plan. I'm on this journey and there are treasures ahead of me in this journey. That's my position. I'm not getting through this day. I'm breaking through in this day because God is the God of breakthrough and I am going to look for the treasures that God has before me because we we've got to take the scripture and either believe the scripture or don't believe the scripture it's romans 8 28 and says we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called together for his purpose now is that all things is god a liar is the word true is the word not true the word says All things work together for the... But you don't understand what I'm going through. And you know, sometimes you go... You're in that situation, and the situation doesn't change, but you meet somebody that changes your life. Or you change their life. God never fails to work all things together for the good of those who love Him. He never fails. You know? I mean, I, I started this year, and my laptop, which is only less than two years old, the whole screen went... So I rushed into Apple and I said, <laughs> whole screen's going there. And he said, no, we'll, we'll send it to Joburgs. So I said, that's great. I'll start the year with no laptop for two weeks. So I said, <clears throat> I said is it under warranty? He says, no, the warranty is finished. Warranty is one year. Did you take out an extended warranty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So I, I said, well, Lord, thank you. So the next thing I get these things, no, your laptop's arrived in Joburg, your laptop's been seen by the technician. I'm waiting for someone to call me and say, hey, 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 you know, this is when you're getting through the day. So then I said, no, the laptop's gone to repairs, the laptop's out of repairs, the laptop's being primed, the laptop's being posted, the laptop's arrived. So I go in there and I said, what happened? I got a brand new, half my laptop's being replaced with a brand new skin. I said, is there a charge? No charge. Not, out, not in warranty. Not in charge. You see, God goes before me. God's got treasures. There's Abraham and Sarah. They'd been childless, and Abraham was now 99 years old. His dream was there. Listen, God did incredible things for Abraham. I haven't got time to go into all that. It's another three sermons. But we know the story. But now, here he is, in god's covenant but he's childless and he says but god i not cont- you know i'm childless so god cuts covenant with him and he says i'm going to leave to all your all this land and all the nations of the earth will come from you and he says from your inheritance and your children and your children's children he says, i haven't got a child you know and then god sends three angels to come sit in their tent and he says you know this time next year we're going to come back and your your wife's going to have a child so sarah listens to this and she says she laughs because don't forget, Sarah's already given her maid to Sarah to go and sleep with, to have her children. To, who did I say? Sarah gave to Abram. So, because she said she was bitter and twisted, you see. She said, she laughed, she says, um, it's God who has prevented me from having children. So you can just tell the bitterness and the resentment and the things, God has prevented me. How often do we point our finger at God? See, and we lose that thankfulness and we become a consumer and we become a situation of getting through. So she, say, so she, she says, okay, Abraham, Abraham, his name was at the top. <coughs> take my maid. That one little act <laughs> has left the whole world in a situation with Muslims, Christianity, just that one act, that one act of not Listening to God, trusting God, and knowing God's got treasures ahead. Yeah, God got a plan to bless them with more children than the sand of the sea shores. You see. And they're standing there saying, Take my maid. You know, sometimes we think like turkeys (laughs) instead of flying like eagles. You know, this is a turkey. (laughs) Where's my there's my eagle the eagle's gone okay, the eagle's in the corner You had a rage to say you can either walk with the turkeys or fly with the eagles remember but it's true so in her resentment she does that and then look at the calamity that's resulted but she says how is it possible i am very old and you know this is the trap that we fall into in the natural we look at the situation we think it's impossible that's absolutely impossible your situation right you look at it and you think she's well, what you know what's possible here whether it's your health or whether it's your finances or whether whatever it is sometimes in the natural it's absolutely logically impossible and the angel says is anything too hard for the Lord is anything too hard for the Lord and that is my theme for this year nothing is too hard for the law for the lord nothing is too hard for the lord say with me i'm not getting through i'm breaking through i'm not getting through i'm breaking through, I'm through. I'm breaking through. is anything too hard for the lord nothing, nothing is too difficult for the lord nothing is impossible with god